0: Welcome to the Get Good at Presenting podcast with Lee Jackson. Hi, and welcome to Get Good at Presenting, the podcast with myself, Lee Jackson. Today, I've got with me the CEO expert, Roger Harrop. I've known Roger for many years. We've done various things around the PSA and other things together. And and Roger is a great guy to chat to. And I'm going to just interview him a little bit about what he does as a speaker, his work internationally, but also what he takes with him. And some of the technical aspects, some of the practical stuff as well, because I know that you give me feedback that you love the practical element of this podcast. So welcome, Roger.
1: Hi, Lee. Lovely to be with you. How are you?
0: I'm very good. Thank you. Very good. How's Oxfordshire? Are you all right?
1: Yeah, it's a bit. It's supposed to be hot today, but it isn't. So uh, there we oh, go. Dear.
0: No problem. <laughs> It's like that in the north anyway, no problem. <laughs> but uh, Roger, just the list of the podcast, just tell us, you do a lot of international speaking, is that right?
1: Yeah, it is, yeah. I've, um, I've now spoken in, it's a bit sad I keep a record, but 49 countries, so I've got to crack 50 this year.
0: <laughs> You're going for the 5-0 <laughs> And 49 countries, and, and obviously you've, the obvious question is you've spoken in English in those 49 countries, right?
1: Uh, Yes, I don't speak any other language. No, just English. So sometimes it's with translators. um, That's the, the difficult bit. But most of the time it's everyone speaks or hears English. But I mean, just I suppose a tip before you start, really. You do have to be a bit careful about the language you use in the sense of you need to keep it simple in some countries where, you know, English is a second or a third language.
0: Yeah, well, it's probably good advice for England as well, to be honest. Only in the northeast. The, <laughs> <laughs> only in the north. Yeah. But, but actually, I, I do, I, I mean, maybe you agree, Roger, but I do think sometimes people overcomplicate speaking and they yeah. probably use flowery language that's not really required. Do you know what I mean? So simple. Absolutely. As, you know. Yeah,
1: I quite agree, Lee. And also just too formal it's rather like we're doing now just standing on that stage you should act as if you're having a chat with people uh, and sharing yeah. stuff sharing knowledge that you have
0: well i was um so some of your stuff's been very memorable over the years and i've, I've seen you do various uh, little bits and bobs um but what one of the things that i really remember is the helicopter stuff sure so, so yeah. just, just just tell the listeners about the helicopter because i love that whole concept
1: okay so i mean let me start by just saying my audience needs to be, be, be people running business or involved in running business so that's from a you know the a one person startup all the way through to the biggest sort of corporate in the world yeah. um so it's all about business and business growth and what i try and get people to do is as you say lee is i use this phrase get up in the helicopter staying in the helicopter in fact i've got that registered i actually own that phrase now
0: <laughs> wow um,
1: which is all about just looking at the big picture, because if you can get up there, you know, mountains become molehills. That is the way it works and you can see stuff you don't see otherwise. But, you know, just every day of the week we get sucked into the mud and the bullets. That's just sort of the human human beast. And I would say these days more than ever before, with the speed that stuff is changing, whether it's technology or markets or it's changing so quickly. I think business leaders have got to spend even more time than ever before up there in the helicopter. It's not the whole time, you know, occasionally you have to come down and land and and get into the detail, of course, but it's having that discipline to spend time getting up there and just looking over the horizons and keeping business simple, you know, Business mm. schools and I don't get on very well, if I'm really honest, because for me they're <laughs> in the business often of making business complex when in fact it's really simple. You know, someone's got something to sell, somebody wants to buy, and maybe someone has to make something. That's all it is.
0: Yeah, I mean, people spend four years studying for an MBA, and maybe that can be done in a couple of days. You know, I mean, sure, absolutely, really brunt about it. You
1: know? <laughs> I can't, couldn't agree more, Lee. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> It's a, it's an interesting one, isn't it? It's an interesting one that. But the helicopter thing, I guess I, I've used the phrases like, um you know, there's two sorts of people, some of them are eagles and some of them are ducks. You know, yeah, yeah. It's a very similar thing, isn't it? You got to soar a little bit yeah. higher, and you see things differently from a helicopter, right?
1: No question, no question. Whatever it is you're looking at, and and you know, it, it isn't just about your business. It actually gets the stress off your shoulders somewhat as well if you can really start looking a bit further ahead and keeping stuff simple. You know, you can work out that you're, I don't know, perhaps going down a cul-de-sac or, or whatever it might be.
0: Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's
1: good good for health as well, I would argue.
0: Yeah. And it's that, that, that whole idea of are you working in your business or on your business, isn't it? That kind yeah, of exactly relation yeah. over yeah. the two. Um, I must I'm, tell you a
1: story, though, Lee, if I may. Have we got time for a quick story? <laughs> I, was, uh, I was speaking in Pakistan in Islamabad and it was like, I don't know, three or four months after uh, Al-Qaeda had been oiked out by the Americans by, you know, their helicopters. Yeah. And and I was doing a one-day masterclass called staying in the helicopter. And I started started off. And then suddenly this guy put his hand up in truck, which is very unusual in Pakistan. He said, Mr. Roger, he said, Mr. Roger we are very sensitive about helicopters at the moment. Would you mind, just for today, could it please be entitled staying in the hot air balloon? is that right so that's what it had to be all day no mention of helicopters
0: yeah yeah well yeah well that's taking in the sort of local um yeah taking on the local stuff isn't it and making yeah. sure you not offend people or and stuff like that so sure. so you've you've worked in some pretty well some people would say some scary countries right some countries yeah america something-
1: for example yeah absolutely yes yeah. yes i have I've, I've i've done an awful lot in in as it turns out muslim countries in particular but but yeah um i've had in nigeria i had um <laughs> an armed guard that met me at the airport and followed me in a jeep with all the lights flashing which i would have thought would bring attention to us
0: wow
1: and then i discovered that they dropped me at the wrong hotel and I had to make my own way to the right hotel all on my own. <laughs> Is that yeah.
0: So it looked really good, but it, yeah. it didn't yeah. really work out in the end when you're dragging you're dragging your suitcase along to the hotel down the road, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 very good, very good. So tell me that story as well. Wasn't there a guy who recognised the helicopter sound on your laptop? Um, oh, yes. Maybe laugh.
1: Yeah, it's 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 funny, isn't it, as a speaker, you know, sometimes th- this particular little story, I remember, it's oh, the name of Phil Van Husen who was the president of NSA, and I was in Germany, I think, at yeah. uh, the, uh, the Speakers Association there, and I gave my little speech. And I said this story on the stage, and afterwards he said, you know what, that, that was an absolute gift, wasn't it? And I'd never looked at it like that, but it was, because basically what happened was I have for my signature speech, I have the noise of the helicopter. When I say stay in the helicopter and this heli, and I've also got yeah. a, a visual, a g- gif that I had made, where this helicopter goes up the screen and you get the noise. And absolutely genuinely once, uh, this guy in the audience stood up and, and said to me, excuse me, he said, um, but that helicopter's a hooey and the noise is an Apache. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I, and it's brilliant for me because it does two things for me. Early on in my speeches and my masterclasses, firstly, it adds a little bit of humour, but also I'm able to say, "Now there's someone focused on the detail, isn't there?" And everyone has a laugh, and, and the message perhaps gets in even better. So it's just a, as I say, <laughs> it was a gift. It was an absolute gift.
0: <laughs> so there's so there's people somewhere who who memorise the sound of the different helicopters. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is that's the, that's the mm-hmm. thing, isn't it? Right. Quite. I mean,
1: Quite,
0: <laughs> <laughs> great. so you so you travel internationally, so you' you're on the road, whether it's you know, whether you're in Dulwich or whether you're yeah, in uh, sure. Dubai, yeah. you know, you're on the road a lot. so you you did this great talk. I think it was at PSA Yorkshire, and um, that's a professional speaking association in Yorkshire, where you you basically brought your pilot case with you, you know the, the kind of black yeah, yeah. Pilot sure. case thing. And then you pulled out of the bag some of the things that you you basically say I never travel without these things yeah. so as a speaker on the road I thought it'd be great to go through and do a kind of what's in your bag Roger and I've I've got my bag here as well it's not a video; it's obviously audio. But so you do a few of yours, and I right. don't
1: have all the bottles of Newcastle Brown that you've probably got. I
0: live in Leeds; it's two hours away from Newcastle. Right? All
1: right, sorry. sorry it sorry. it, it sorry. will
0: be Tetleys here, Roger. All right, be, okay. okay. Yeah. That's, so yeah, so so tell us, yeah. tell us, I what mean, things my... do you never ever go without? Uh, what are you taking your bag every time?
1: Okay, well, to be blunt, it's all life support systems for a speaker i mean what i try and do i mean it depends but most times when i'm going to do a gig overseas i will always add a day on afterwards before i come home because yeah. it is not unusual that i get a gig and i get a gig where i wouldn't have got it unless i've got all the gear so literally in my bag i've got everything but the one that's a, the one thing i have that seems to surprise everybody the most is i have an extension lead because <laughs> if you've got an extension lead. It means you only need one adapter instead of having four or five adapters, or however many you need these days. So one thing I never ever don't take is is an extension lead and one adapter.
0: So it's like a four way extension lead. Yeah, or
1: exactly, like a four way extension lead that that, oh, yeah. that goes in the bag.
0: And, um, and how long? How long is the cable? Uh, one meter um, or five meters or?
1: I, no, it's a three meter, I think. The yeah. latest one I've got, which sort of seems to cover everything, and I find I use that in the hotel room as well because you know you're wanting right. to plug in your your Kindle and your phone and your laptop. You know you use up those four ever so quickly, and and indeed if even if you've got four adapters, you probably haven't got four sockets anyway in the hotel room. So you know it really is worth having.
0: Great, that's a, that's a good tip. I mean, well, I always carry one in the back of my car. I don't th- I don't think I've ever tr- I don't think I've carried one. I mean, I've done a couple of international gigs. I never really looked for those, but uh, that's never been a massive thing of mine. But I will be doing in the next few years. But I will that's one I've definitely got. (laughs) And in fact, I bought a three-meter one just a few days ago after your talk, Roger. So so take an extension lead. Great. Practical. So what else have you got in your bag there, Roger? Elastic bands.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that really that really sounds odd but i have an old um an old business card um what do you call it holder box box yeah uh, full of plastic bands.
0: card holder yeah
1: yeah card holder full of elastic bands because i just think they're the best invention known to man the number of times they've got me out of a hole of one sort or another so mm-hmm. elastic bands a selection of batteries <laughs> which all sounds very silly but but you know whatever it might be it might be that you're recording something it might be I mean, something else I take, but I'm not suggesting everyone should, is I've got my own head mic and, and belt pack, so I definitely need okay. spare batteries for that. Yeah. Uh, and you might have other things
0: as well. Now, are you Just okay getting this, getting this through security and stuff with batteries? Are they okay with that on batteries and stuff?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, my speaker bag never leaves my hand, you know, because it's so important yeah. to me. I won't, let it, I won't let it go. But I tell you what, the one thing I had, I I was leaving Dubai once, and, you know, I've got so much stuff in my speaker bag, as we're sort of talking about that, that might, I don't know, look like bombs or <laughs> or whatever. But the one thing the guy took off me was the extension lead. He said, you can't. Oh. I said, and I'm leaving, Dubai, not going. I said, why not? No, it's not allowed. And I'm convinced to this day. I think when he left home that morning, his his wife said, "Don't forget, I need an extension lead today." <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of any other reason, really, unless they're going to, you know, yeah. I suppose strangulation of the pilot or something. But there was plenty of other stuff that would do that. But hey,
0: yeah.
1: Um, what's next on the list? Well, a memory stick that you have put your uh, your presentations on, your yeah. whatever it is, your copies of your handout, all of that. I try and have backups in three places so i've got one in the cloud i've got a memory stick that i keep with me with whatever it is i'm doing while i'm away plus yeah. one to other my standard stuff um and then i also have a password protected area of my own website where i put it as well so i've just got three locations so Great. you know you're covered no matter
0: what yeah because yeah laptops can be snapped sure. you know they can be stolen yeah, and, then, and the cloud, I've got everything. I've just been syncing everything to the cloud. It's been costing me a fortune moving things around the cloud. But it, but sometimes you, you can get to a hotel and the Wi-Fi is broken, so you can't get to the cloud, right?
1: Well, and, and even more than that, you know, there are some parts – in. well, for example, Pakistan. I've mentioned Pakistan already. But, um, you know, the power goes off fairly regularly and broadband isn't all that good fairly regularly. So, okay. you know, you don't want to be – that will, that will be, it's somebody's law, isn't it? That will be the moment when you're wanting to download stuff and you just can't. So that's where, you know, having the memory stick <laughs> covers right. that one. Uh, I but mean, I, even South Africa, I just come back from a uh, couple of three weeks ago, you know, South Africa are now having blackouts regularly, which means you can't get any of this stuff unless you've got something physical, as it were, with you. In other words, a yeah. memory stick.
0: How has has it? Has this stuff ever completely failed, Roger? And have you just had to do it without slides, without notes and all that kind of stuff? Have you ever done it? Um, well,
1: yes. Again, I think it was India where yeah. the, I was doing a one-day masterclass and the power went off for three hours. And I just kept going in the dark. I mean, I just, I, you know, you have in the back of your mind, you know, the show must go on. And I just kept at it. And the applause I got when the lights came back on was unbelievable because I I was just I was just doing what you and I are doing now, really, and was chatting to them. I couldn't see them. It was pitch dark. But that just seemed to me the right thing to do. So. So, yeah. And in a way, it's a bit of fun. And 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 I'm now referred to as the guy who kept going in the dark, you know. Right.
0: So yeah, I was just uh, one of our colleagues is uh, Celia Delaney, and yeah,
1: I know Celia. She's a
0: great speaker, and she just put up uh, an article she found from Speaker Magazine of someone who basically they were doing a gig which was forty-five minutes from their house, but they were booked for the for it was say a Wednesday. They were booked for the Wednesday, then on the Tuesday they got a phone call saying, "Where are you?" And (laughs) the the organizer had booked. I booked them the day previously and not told the speaker, so it wasn't her fault.
1: Right.
0: But she basically had to jump in a car, get there as soon as possible. She was twenty minutes late arriving for the speech, so she told the organisers to give them. <laughs> I think she does like style stuff, you know, like yeah, what she wear yeah. and that kind of thing. So she basically asked the audience to look at her website with before and after pictures that she has on her website for for fifteen minutes and then got into the venue and walked onto the stage and did the presentation. Fabulous. Fabulous. She's just amazing. Yeah. But she said she left everything, you know, the slides were at home. She didn't have anything to do. She was out shopping or something and then got this phone call. You need to come now kind of thing. Sure.
1: So she's, sure.
0: she's driving. And, and, and I,
1: you know, that's absolutely rightly. I mean, it's for me, that's what the word professional means. You know, that's what we have to do. I mean, the other thing I had was in, dubai at a no sorry it was mauritius for the dubai company it was a company conference and i yeah. was supposed to be doing an hour and literally 10 minutes beforehand they said oh sorry the next speaker's missed his flight would you do two hours and <laughs> you just got to do it you know you don't have the, yeah. the, the material necessarily immediately to hand and i didn't so you just got to do it and, and i half the trick is core cool. of course then is is doing an awful lot more in audience interaction perhaps but uh,
0: yeah, no. definitely. I, I, yeah, I turned up at one very similar thing where I turned up, they told me to do an hour and then they ended up, well, no, it's two hours. Did we not mention that? <laughs> uh, uh, no, you didn't.
1: No, um, you didn't.
0: No. So basically I, I got them into groups lots, you know, I got them into groups every every quarter of an hour. I get them into groups to mm. discuss something and that, you know, I kind of padded it out and people yeah. love interaction anyway, don't they? Oh, so, they love it, yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: so, else some, something else by the way Lee and I'm just reminded yeah. of this is is that sometimes none of their tech works I had that in Abu Dhabi once ah. and that's where the next item I'm going to mention that I carry everywhere which people smile at when I say it, is I take a projector everywhere I go no matter what is yeah. no matter what size the the event is no matter what it is and it has saved me so many times I mean I <laughs> I have one you know you need it's what is it 2700 lumens so i can do a room of 50 with that so you know i always have my own projector and you would not believe how many times i i i either choose to use it or have to use it to be honest and it doesn't matter you know how many times you say to this one in abu dhabi it was a it was a government organization you know uh, all very modern all very everything and i had. Told them, you know, as it were, my needs and all the rest in terms of which aren't extensive, and basically none of it had ever got to the to the people <laughs> I had to do anything, and I wow. had I was presented with this great big, it's, it, it was like a big TV, I mean a very very big TV which was linked, I would, that was in Abu Dhabi, linked through to their people in Dubai. Yeah, and I was supposed to plug in with this, but no one had told me that the the plugging in was something completely different from anything we've ever seen anywhere in the world, you know. And, oh, wow. and anyway, we, we got it sorted in the end, but without my projector at one end and then them filming my slides off my projector, uh, yeah. it would have. Been, I think it was four hundred people across the two countries. It, <laughs> it sort of wouldn't have happened, you know. Uh, it is
0: amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, after hearing your. Talk. I mean, I had a really nice HD projector and, and Epson HD was really, yeah. really nice yeah. projector because I'm a bit of a geek in those areas. And I actually got rid of that, sold that to a friend, and I actually bought a thin one like yours. Yeah. So, yeah that now because the other one was so big it would just fill the whole bag you know yeah. But, but, yeah but the one you've got is quite thin so it's only a couple of inches thick isn't it and that's
1: right or, or maybe even less than that inch and a half perhaps but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's uh, and it's pretty light but it's got the power it's getting that combination that's, right.
0: that's so important yeah, yeah. So, so so they're a little bit more expensive those it's it's yeah. i think it's an led or an lcd and it's an epson it's a sort of top end of the market but it yeah. basically the portability just makes a massive difference it does it. yeah, yeah. So I, i've just bought a posh new bag I've got like Excellent. a little I've got like a little flight case, a custom made pilot case, basically, with a little bit of space in it, so I can put everything in yeah. that now. Yeah. And because yeah. so I've used various bags over the years. But when I saw your talk, was it three or four months ago? I thought I'm mm. gonna go for it. It's and, worth uh, it. Yeah. It, it was it was the end of the tax year, Roger, so it all works <laughs> that you know I mean, so.
1: and you just put your prices up again, Lee, hadn't you?
0: I know. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> the yeah. other thing
1: you need to go with that, yeah. of course, is a speaker. And probably okay. again, you need that even more than you need a projector. Like an audio sound, speaker, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if the Spice Girls can't get their sound right, you know, you have to <laughs> assume, you have to assume your clients can't either. So I've got this. I, I, I actually think they're not made anymore. It's called a a Jawbone by Jambox or a Jambox by Jawbone. I don't know which way around it is, and yeah. it was designed by some ex Apple engineers. And it is sort of half the size of a house brick, so it's a tiny little thing. Yeah. But I can easily use it for 50 people in a room. It is remarkable, the sound from it. And I know there's now more, more modern versions of that. But again, it's a yeah. question of having something that's really small <clears> that has got the output. It yeah, also output, does, yeah. incidentally, just a, again, a little tip while I think of it. it. It is Wi-Fi, but I never use the Wi-Fi because I, you know, I have a fair number of videos and the lips aren't synced with
0: Wi-Fi, so I actually wow. use a hard connection. Um, yeah definitely as a yeah as, as an ex-dj i can definitely say plug it in <laughs> oh,
1: you'd know that Yeah, if
0: you've got an option plug it in don't use bluetooth or wi-fi so and the, the yes. one thing was a good speaker i've got the two bose ones this one's called a I think it's called a sound link color and that's a really nice one and it's a nice shape because it fits into a laptop bag yeah. it's sort of a I guess yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's it's a nice size, and then I've got those
1: are really good, aren't they, Lee?
0: And yeah, and I've got the Bose SoundLink Mini Two, I think it's called, which is even smaller, and again will fill a classroom size easily. And I even know people that put microphones into those as well. So,
1: oh right, yeah, because
0: they're quite they're quite they're not light; they're quite heavy. If you if yeah. if you, you got the market or somewhere cheap on eBay, and you look for a speaker, you can get one for twenty quid.
1: Mm. but it'll be
0: light and it'll sound rubbish yeah that's so right basically what you're saying is like me you spend a bit of money that's and right get, get one that's going to last you and, and will actually fill a room you know
1: yeah and and it's funny isn't it you know when we're on um uh when we're on stage you know one of the first things we're taught is you know make friends with the av man because he can or woman <laughs> he can he make yeah. you or break you and then we'll go and buy ourselves a silly little speaker. You know, it's daft. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, you know, the quality yeah. of our voice is actually really important.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a, a friend of mine used to do a song. He was a he's a, a comedian guy, and he, he used to do a song called "The Man at the Back." And it was all it was all about the guy at the back. Make friends with the guy at the back. And sometimes yeah. it's a woman, of course, but yeah. make friends with that person right. because that Just team they make you look good. They put lights yeah. on you. Yeah. they make you sound good. When I, when I was in a band, we used to have we had a few bad sound people, and there were blokes in those days, sound man, <laughs> who maybe once or twice took a dislike to us, and they would deliberately make us sound yeah. bad, you know. Yeah. yeah. He was having a bad day that day, do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. So, yeah, so it's a good, that's good. That's a good good portable speaker. That's a good tip. Use that. And uh, any other things in your bag there, Roger?
1: Yeah. I, um, make sure you've got both HDMI and VGA connections. Uh, you know, neither of them yeah. are. Universal, yet Oh, I know something else. You never know when you might need to write on a flip chart on the stage, even if you haven't planned it. Yeah, take with you a big marker pen. I mean, a, the jumbo marker pens, because nobody can see anything else. And the number of times I've seen that, I don't, I, you're probably the same. league where you know they do something on a flip chart, and you can't actually see anything because they're just using an ordinary pen. But they're brilliant. You can get a pack of five through Amazon, and I again take those everywhere.
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I've um, got some for whiteboards, and yeah, yeah, I think Sharpie do a really big, fat one uh, right. as well. Um, right, I forget, but this that's the sort of thing that you do leave in a hotel room, though, isn't it? And yeah, yeah, so you room. need a
1: box of five. Yeah, mine's a uh, a Pentel Pentel right. permanent marker chisel point M one eighty, but they're they're brilliant. Right. And then the other thing, of course, is blue tack or white tack. Um,
0: yeah, because you never know. You never know. <laughs> So Very good, that's good Yeah, so let me see Let me see what, what I can add to that, Roger Yeah, last week's uh, sandwiches Yes, got, I've got a chicken <laughs> sandwich just going off in my bag So I, I, I take with me Masking tape Oh, yes, of course Because masking tape doesn't pull up a floor Like gaffer tape But yeah. I use it for marking out the stage Yeah uh, If I'm doing uh, And there's a little tip which Basically if you're using a projector then you get there early and to stop the projector being on your shirt find mm-hmm. out when when it's not on your shirt and put a piece of masking tape on the floor right and you know that you can go that far up to the projector without it being on you on your shirt looking silly yeah. so just yeah. and sometimes i just put three or four strips of masking tape and i just tape them into my bag Excellent. so not, i don't even have to take the whole thing with me you know what i mean yeah.
1: Yep, excellent.
0: And, and the leads and the clickers and stuff which I use, I'll put them on a Gridit board. Mm-hmm. A Gridit yep. is a hard board with lots yep. of elastic straps on it. I know yeah. our friend Stuart Harris mentioned them to me years ago, yep. and I've got one of those. So I, I have a, I have a, a clicker. It's, got, it's a Keyspan clicker, yep. and I have a spare clicker because <laughs> you never know. And well, I, have I was a, just
1: going to say – sorry to interrupt you, Lee. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you need to have a spare clicker a spare remote that uses a different tech to your main one Uh, again Uh, there's a story i can tell you about that but so i've got uh, my main one is radio frequency like most of them are but my spare one is bluetooth so that if you get in trouble then you've got an alternative
0: yes uh, the one i love is the radio frequency one but yeah sometimes when i'm in the city center say leeds city center or london you sometimes get interference with radio frequencies yeah yeah, um, well, I, I,
1: I, absolutely. I did a yeah. gig in Dubai in the Burj Khalifa, in fact, and I suddenly realised that I'd lost it, my audience because my slides were going all over the place, on, off, backwards, forwards. And wow. Something in the building was on the same frequency as my remote, <laughs> which was <laughs> a little bit difficult. Um, oh my so good.
0: Yeah. That, that, that's like the old days of radio mics when they used to pick up taxi band radio. Do you remember? That's that?
1: right. I've forgotten that. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> you'll suddenly be in the middle of a gig and they'll go, I'm coming around the corner now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, that's right.
0: Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I've got all my Apple remotes there and I take I do take an audio lead, which is a, a jack to yeah. jack, as we'd call it. That's a yeah. 3.5 to 3.5 jack. Some of the Apple leads, because you're a Mac user, I think, Roger, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yeah. So, you need that. So, either leads, the leads that go from my apple mac to hdmi and to vga you don't have to pay the full price actually there's some nice ones online you can get now that are not full price and also one that goes from my phone or ipad so yeah. one of my backups is i could actually use my phone and project yeah. from my yeah. phone these days but Absolutely. i haven't done yet but it is there if i need it sure. so uh anything else in your bag i can mention a couple of other things I anything else in your bag? so
1: i think i'm um I mentioned my head mic, didn't I, did it? Yeah, that I take a head mic everywhere. I've said that. No, I think that's my... um, That's that's the head mic
0: to plug into someone else's system, right? Someone
1: else's system, yeah, which works everywhere, in my experience, except France. (laughs) Surprise, surprise, because they have their own system. And if you're in the US, you need to have a a 60-cycle, you know, um, what do you call it, the thing that you plug into, the uh, charger, adapter, whatever you call it.
0: Oh, right. A okay. Cycle. It's a different. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. A diff- different electricity because of that, right? Yeah. 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 I understand. Uh, one thing I always carry in my bag as well, if I'm delivering say a full day, like a presentation skills day or something, I've got um, a couple of sets of cards, which is basically my, my whole day on a set yeah. of cards. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an analog version of my whole day. Really. I've got like 20 cards with an exercise on each card Which I drop in and out, and also the cards of actually, if everything failed, I could just put these. I could just use these cards, really. Yeah. And some of them just have one word on them, you know, like for you, one of them would just say helicopter, you know. (laughs) Yes, sure, sure. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. um, So also for if you're traveling, not just as a speaker, but getting a good set of headphones for travel, I think is good.
1: Yeah.
0: I listen to a lot of music, a lot of podcasts. Sure. And I know, I know a lot of people have Bose. I don't go for the Bose ones actually. I've got the new Sony ones, mm-hmm. which are really nice, long battery life. I think they're called something One Thousand Mark Three. I think WM Thousands. Yeah, and uh, they're really nice. Make plane journeys much more pleasant and train journeys. Sure. I've got a few props in here in my bag. I'm just going through yeah. my yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Me, me too. I do magic tricks occasionally. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I've yeah. got my
0: little clock. Which you can hear now.
1: <laughs> I've got my little
0: countdown clock, yeah. um, which I've used for years, and an extension lead, and a few props. And, and I also carry, I usually put in a little bit of chocolate as well. Right. You'd be amazed at how delegates give you better feedback if you put a bit of chocolate on the table, Roger, I found.
1: Yeah. Uh, very good, yes. So if you're doing a
0: small, you know, if yes. you're doing like 20 people, actually. Maybe after lunch or mid morning, just put a little bit of chocolate on the table. Be amazed at how that picks people up. <laughs>
1: yeah, very, good. very it's, good. It's
0: not because I, I'm boring. I mean, it's because well, they, no, no,
1: I mean, you just got in before me there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm really boring, so I have to give them chocolate, otherwise, they don't yeah. learn anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Some, something else, Lee, I forgot to mention is um, yeah. your intro, have it laminated, make your intro as short as possible and then make it half of that again because MCs pathologically cannot read <laughs> and have it on a, have it laminated so they don't lose it and they can't put it in their pocket. So I'll, yes. I'll take this with me. Actually, I, I have a standard sort of two or three of those as to whether I'm the only speaker or I'm the next speaker and oh, also okay. where I am in the world. So there'll be one that says, um, and as regularly spoken here in, you know, East Africa or whatever it is. Um, ah. so, so making it a little bit generic, but um, but that's yeah.
0: worth it. To- yes, that's because, yeah, people might not know that, but actually having a written introduction saves a lot of hassle. And, um, and my make- favourite... Sorry, go on, go on, go on. If you, don't, if you don't have one, all sorts of things can happen. My favourite one is a colleague of ours, John Hatauka, who I've interviewed on yeah. this podcast. He had a brilliant one because no one can pronounce his name. I think his name is Polish in origin, uh, so it's John Hotowka. So he got one introduced once as John Oatcakes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How lovely! How was brilliant. Great.
0: And oh, uh, so my other favorite one with John did as well. I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast, but I love this story. He got introduced once. He was at some federation of small business type thing, you know, and it was a, a guy in Yorkshire probably, and, and he was introducing. He was going. Uh, our next speaker is uh, Jonathan Salker, and oh, look—he's VAT registered. <laughs> that was how he was introduced. <laughs> so, Tremendous! They're obviously impressed that he was uh, that he was VAT registered, which I yeah, thought was quite cute.
1: Uh, I, I've got on mine that I've spoken in in, in on four continents, and oh. I had a bloke read that out as in four counties.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: oh. <laughs> just just a bit different, isn't it? Something yeah. else, Lee, is a cork all right <laughs> a cork if you um if you go on voice training and you should everyone should with ideally with chris
0: over in the wirral chris who for the listener who's that oh for heaven's
1: sake you see oh. i'm losing my i'm losing my memory today it's all right um, chris, chris davidson? davidson i'll get there chris davidson chris he's davidson. got his own studio and i did a day with him and it just transformed my speaking i, I couldn't put it any wow. other way but one of the things that apparently if you go into the green room in in the bbc you know where people are waiting to go on no yeah. one's surprised to see everyone sitting there reading newspapers or whatever with a cork in their mouth talking out loud and what it is is it's training the muscles of your jaw as a result the timbre of your voice changes your whole voice changes so i have a cork because doing a lot of muslim countries there aren't many wine corks around that i can pick up um, okay. So I take one with me, and ten minutes before I'm on, I will be round the back of the stage, speak, reading something out loud with a holding a cork between my teeth.
0: All oh, right. right well
1: right. yeah right, right that's
0: a new one for me i thought you were going to say you had it for some kind of medical reason roger no but, uh, <laughs> but you, so you hold the court between your teeth and yeah
1: i mean basically the the wow. you know, chris chris's father was an ear nose and throat surgeon and chris is a physicist so between them i mean basically what it's about is that the jaw muscle your actual jaw muscle is the most powerful muscle in your face and it therefore takes over and doesn't allow the other ones to work if you put a cork or, in fact, your knuckle, bite it between your teeth and creak out loud like that, it does sound funny, <laughs> but it stops the jaw muscle working and it gets the other muscles working. And, you know, when I did it with Chris, when I had that day with Chris, he sort of videoed me before and after. And you cannot believe the difference in terms of the voice projection, the timbre of your voice, you know, the whole mm-hmm. bit, just by spending 10 minutes doing that. And as I say, apparently... anyone who's going on the radio or being interviewed on tv it's just the normal thing that they do before
0: they go on so you you thought at the bbc in those green rooms it was all everyone's been really excited or maybe they were doing naughty things yeah but actually they're all sat there with corks in their mouth
1: apparently yes
0: yes (laughs) the lazy fox jumped over the whatever it was whatever it was yeah that's great that's brilliant so that thanks so much for that roger that's really good advice on practical things to take with you while traveling as a speaker maybe before we finish maybe you've got um have you got a few tips for traveling internationally like you know is it for everybody is there a few little do's and don'ts for international speaking maybe roger we could could give us
1: yeah um sure i mean uh, i mean the great big one in big flashing lights before you start doing international speaking is can you answer the question why you're not going to be paid as much because no matter where you go, it's going to take three days. So you'll get the same fees you get one day in the UK for three days. So you'll get a 30-year fee. So yeah. what's the point? There's a strong likelihood you won't see anything but the inside of aeroplanes and the inside of hotel rooms, you know, and all that hassle. So you need to be answered the question, why would you do it? What are you doing it for? Uh, after that, I think, you know, the, the my general tips are you've got to train yourself from the moment you go in the airport door at one end when you come out the other end to be sort of semi-comatose basically and allow yourself to be processed because shit happens basically excuse me and it happens more with international travel than anything else i think the other thing i would say is from the moment you land to the moment you get back on the plane to come home you're working never ever ever stop working in that whole time you're doing that there are all kinds of opportunities wherever you are either for you to give stuff to your client to do more than they than they expected and therefore yeah. they want you back but also to find other work to do marketing you know you're working and and i think that's the oh, yeah, i'm not saying don't take some time off to see the sites or whatever but but as it were in your head that's that's those two days those are fixed The the rest of the time i'm there I am working, and there's yeah. all kinds of things you can be doing. Jet lag, <laughs> sorry.
0: Uh, sorry, you carry on. Can you carry on? I've got a question No, no for I was it, just going
1: to say jet lag. I, I have melatonin pills. I find the worst for me is when I go east, which it means you're trying to get to sleep when your body doesn't want to, and I'll take a couple of melatonin pills for the first two or three days about an hour before I want to go to sleep, and I find that helps personally in terms of the old, um, the old jet lag because it's telling the body then that that's like sunlight coming in and uh, okay. oh, sorry darkness coming in and yeah and it's time to go to sleep
0: great that's a good tip that's a great tip. yeah
1: and gosh what else there's so many things really yeah. now, now, uh, uh, on,
0: graham on. graham codrington a great international speaker yes. this, you know, uh, he he has said that he starts to add an extra day now just yeah. because he realized he was traveling the world and not seeing any part of the world you know sure.
1: sure sure. that he
0: sometimes if he's going somewhere you know maybe he's going to south well he's from south africa if he's going somewhere you know, yes. it takes an extra day just to do sightseeing and stuff. Um, I must
1: say, I, I tend to do that these days as well. And, and that's a great thing to do. And something else, by the way, wherever you're going in the world for the first time, please see if there's a, a speaking association there that's a mem- member of the GSF. Uh, and and get in touch with them first. If you've, I, I remember when I very, very first went to Singapore, I got in touch with the speaking association there. I said, look, could I come in, in a day early? and could i give my speech and would you critique it for me to see if it works in your culture and they were over the moon to do it and from that moment on they were helping me they were recommending potential clients and all sorts you know it's a great community we're in and it is literally all over the world
0: yeah so so the gsf is the global speakers federation and uh, the PSA. So many acronyms. Professional Speaking yes. Association. The NSA, <laughs> which is the American, the National Speakers Association. There's so there's groups of these all over the world, and you can actually, you know, uh, I, I'm part of them, and then therefore you can contact people. So speakers are, are not like other business people. We actually, I mean, you know, the the truth is that in in some ways, me and you are competitors, Roger. We have, but, in some ways. <laughs> but 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 as speakers, yeah. we actually help each other. It's, Absolutely. It's, it's a nice industry like that. You know what yeah, I mean? I-
1: um, I've never come across an industry like it, Lee. I don't know about you, where everyone helps everyone else. It's just remarkable. And of course, I think there is no better referral than from a fellow speaker. You know, if you've done a good gig next morning at breakfast, the organizers there, they'll say, they may say to you, that was brilliant. Who should we have next year? You know, yeah. and I'm going to go, Lee Jackson or whatever. Uh, yeah, and that's yeah, the Best recommendation you can get. So uh,
0: that's great. You know, Brilliant Can stuff? I give Thank one you.
1: other final yeah, tip, please? My, just internationally, if you are going anywhere where that is a Muslim country, or indeed where there's a big Muslim population, and one of the things I didn't realise for a while was that India, despite partition and Pakistan being there, has the second largest Muslim population in the world.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Never, ever, ever offer to shake hands with a woman leave it to them some will an awful lot won't but there is nothing worse than you standing there with your hand out and she's not you know she's not uh, responding to that um yeah and it's it's very embarrassing on all sides just don't offer to shake hands with a woman and if you've got any doubt at all if you're a fella
0: yeah yeah absolutely and uh, that's that's great advice i was yeah i was doing a big event in in, in the north of england and it was an awards event, and I was getting lots of people ready for their awards event. And there was a couple of Muslim women there. And, of course, what was happening was there was a queue of people shaking hands. Mm. So they got the award, and they shook hands with 12 people. And as part of the preparation, she said, well, I, you know, in my culture, we don't sh- I don't shake hands with men. That's right. And, so, and so we actually rearranged the whole thing around that, just to be culturally sensitive to her, really, you know. Yeah. Sure. so little little things like that are good but you know you can ring you can ring the british embassy in these countries can't you you can get yeah. advice from yeah. people the department of trade industry the dti are helpful sometimes to do that there's, there's lots of op- lots of help available isn't there absolutely absolutely it's great
1: uh, and i guess the you know the other thing is if you do tell stories make sure they might they will be understood where you are i i, I hate to say this but there's a A lot of American speakers I've come across where they're telling stories. I remember, again, Singapore, funnily enough, I didn't understand what he was talking about. It was to do with American stuff that I didn't know anything about, you know. And I'm sure that applied to the audience. So, you know, you can't talk about things that people will not understand. Or if you're going to, think about it first and, and rephrase it in a way that would be acceptable. But again, that's where the local speaking association will give you
0: advice. Absolutely. That's great stuff. Fantastic advice, Roger. Uh, Tell people, how can they get hold of you, Roger, if they want to connect with you and see your website and that kind of thing?
1: Oh, dead easy. Uh, Website is Roger Harrop. That's Roger, R-O-G-E-R-H-A-R-R-O-P dot com. My email is Roger at Roger Harrop dot com. So it can be easier. And I will always answer if there's anything I can help with. Just uh, just drop us an email and I will respond.
0: That's great. Thank you so much, Roger. You've given a lot to the speaking community and I've learned so much from you. And it's always good. It's always good to chat. So thanks for giving uh, on this podcast, Get Good at Presenting. Thank you, Roger. Lee, my
1: pleasure. My
0: pleasure. Thanks again. Cheers now. Thanks.
1: Thanks for listening to the Get Good at Presenting podcast with your host, Lee Jackson. If you'd like to know more about Lee's work as a motivational keynote speaker and presentation coach, visit his website at leejackson.biz. That's leejackson.biz.